Hey, mama. So we have talked about mom guilt a few times here on the show. Mom guilt is something we all face at one point or another in our motherhood journey. I don't know about you, but I would love to go without experiencing mom guilt. Today, I had an amazing conversation with Gianna Trelongo about her experience with mom guilt and how she removed mom guilt from her vocabulary. Gianna is a business strategist and two-toddler mom living in Orlando. She works with ambitious mompreneurs, teaching them how to juggle it all so they contribute to the financial freedom of their family, fill their ambitious soul with what they love to do, and sit down to binge watch their fave show, knowing they slayed their to-do list for work and their home. Gianna is here to teach us how to go from inspiration to action without perfectionism or procrastination. This interview was so eye-opening and so encouraging. Gianna shares her wisdom and gives such great tips for navigating mom guilt, but also really how to remove it from your vocabulary. So let's jump into this episode. Hey, mama. Welcome to the Mama Turn Mompreneur podcast. I'm Andrea Singletary, a wife, mom of two, podcaster, and former virtual assistant turned podcast manager and consultant. Friend, I know you're tired of offering all the things as an online service provider. You're tired of working endless hours throughout the week and not earning an income to match how hard you are working. You desire to grow and scale your business, but you're not sure how or where to even begin. If you're ready to get the full scoop on how to successfully grow and scale your business without, wait for it, sacrificing motherhood or your sanity, grab your coffee, pull out that notebook and pen, put in those earbuds, and let's dig in. So today on the Mama Turn Mompreneur podcast, I'm sitting down with Gianna Trelongo, and we are going to be talking all about mom guilt. So Gianna, welcome to the show. Super excited to have you. Thank you. You're welcome. If you can introduce yourself, just tell us who you are, about your family, and what you do. Okay. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here too. And I am always so awkward at the tell you about myself. (laughs) Um, So I am a business strategy coach. I typically work with mompreneurs. I have been in the online space since 2015, which is wild. Um, Yes. I'm a mom. My mom credentials are I'm a mom to two. I have a three-year-old and a two-year-old. They are 15 months apart. Yes, it's as absolutely insane as you can imagine (laughs) it would be. Um, And we live in Orlando. So we live 10 minutes away from Disney World, which I love because I'm a total Disney adult. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, that's about me. That's me in a nutshell. And what do you do? So I work with mompreneurs, mostly some of my clients aren't moms, but most of them are with time management, business strategy, creating a business that works so that you get the best of both worlds. You get to be the mom that you want to be. You get to be the entrepreneur that you want to be and just live this 
life that you might not think is possible, but it actually really is. Awesome. Awesome. Um, So my kids, I have a seven-month-old and two-year-old, so kind of right there with you, fully understand like how crazy it is. Um, It definitely wasn't planned that way. (laughs) Neither was ours, so I understand. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, that is so great. So... Tell us about your experience with mom guilt and how did that impact you as a first time mom? So we got married and my husband, if it was up to him, he would have like on our wedding night conceived our first child. (laughs) (laughs) But I was like, let's give it a year. Let's enjoy the first year. And we got pregnant with our son and I didn't really know what to expect. You know, everybody tells you everything's going to change. But in my mind, I had always assumed I would in some form or fashion go back to work. I was a wedding planner at the time. And so I thought after I have my kid, I'm going to do my 12 weeks and then go back. And everybody kept telling me, you don't have to work. So you shouldn't have, you shouldn't go back to work. Once that baby comes, you're going to want to spend every minute with him. So I had a lot of voices in my head from other people. I think the biggest thing that probably almost every mom can agree is you might think you know what kind of mom you're going to be. You might think you know what life with a kid is going to be. And you literally have not a clue until it actually happens. And I had this, well, I I love my son and I'm trying to, you know, nurse and I want to be home with him. Mm -hmm. But I was trying to do it all. I was trying to do all the things. I was very unhappy with where I was. I actually ended up being diagnosed with postpartum depression. And I really believe a lot of that, that mom guilt contributed to that of like, I'm not exactly, you know, happy and fulfilled in my mom role, but I also don't want to leave my son. And I'm trying to be like the 1950s version of a woman and a mother of like Mm -hmm. homemade meals. And it honestly destroyed me. Like it truly, truly destroyed me. And it wasn't until my daughter was born, that things really started to shift for me. Mm-hmm. And a big part of that, I feel like, is because I started to do things my own way instead of worrying about everybody's voice in my head. Because a lot of the guilt for me was trying to do everything everybody else's way. Mm, that's good. That's good. I can definitely relate to all of that. So, my background is in child development. I have been working with like the zero to five age range. I worked in that field for like almost 10 years. So I went into becoming a mom like, oh, I got this. I know what to do. And it's like, no, <laughs> becoming a mom will humble you really quick. <laughs> it is so true. And so we didn't have kids. I was 31 when we had my son. So at 31, like I was really good at my job. Like I had worked really hard to be great in the wedding planning industry, to have a lot of respect and have a little bit of an ego, rightfully so, about Mm -hmm. the fact that I was good at my job. And then you become a mom and humble, like almost isn't even a strong (laughs) word (laughs) for what motherhood, especially in those early months, will Mm do to you beyond humbling. And so I went from this career woman who was really good at what she did doing that day in and out to becoming a mom who day in and day out, I had no idea what I was doing. Yes, 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 definitely. And like you trying to 
meet everyone's expectations of what a mom is. I dealt with the postpartum depression and anxiety. And I had to get to that point where I was like tuning out all those other voices and like, what does motherhood look like for me? What is best for me and my kids and everything? So definitely can relate to all of that. Like it's, there's so many expectations of us for as moms, like, oh, you need to do this. You need to do that. Like even having like, you know, our own moms chime in like, well, I didn't do it that way with you. (laughs) Like it's so much. (laughs) I could probably go on and on about that. Like for a while. A whole different podcast episode. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. All right. So what would you say causes mom guilt? You know, I think we already touched on it a little bit is some of it is internal. Some of it is we love these little humans so much and we want to give them everything we didn't have and we want to do the best for them. And so we try so, so hard and, and probably almost too much because they really they really just need you to love them. Like at the end yes. of the day, that's really what they need. Yes. And so some of it is internal, but a lot of it is that trying to be the right mom by everybody else's standards. You know, mm-hmm. there's that sound that goes around on social media every once in a while. That's like, you know, society wants us to work like we don't have children and mother mm-hmm. like we don't work. And I, I really believe that that's true. And while in some ways social media can help us find our people, it can also perpetuate the fact that like Susie down the road is doing X, Y, and Z. I mm-hmm. should be doing that too. Or my mother-in-law did X, Y, and Z. I should be doing that too. And all these shoulds, shoulds, shoulds mm-hmm. can just create a guilt that is very hard to wade through. Yeah, definitely agree. Um, one of my f- good friends, um, I'm not going to say her name, but <laughs> she like shared, you know, about how her husband's mom was a stay at home mom. And so he kind of had those expectations of her and she was like a career woman. And so like that was a conversation they had to like really hash it out and everything. It's like it's her style of motherhood is going to look completely different than what he was used to growing up. And so I think that can come into play too, like how your partner was raised or maybe even how you were raised. If you had a stay at home mom, you might be putting those expectations on yourself as well and definitely would contribute to that mom guilt. That's really true. And I don't know that mom guilt will ever go away. Um, I, I mean, there's still mm-hmm. days where I have it, but I do mm-hmm. feel like having these conversations around, you know, creating your own version of motherhood and how really every mom deals with mom guilt. And, you know, some of us perpetuate that in each other and our, you know, our, our moms and our aunts and our sisters all perpetuate that. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping that we can like, remove some of the mom guilt for the next generation by having these conversations. Yes, yes, that would be great. (laughs) So how does mom guilt impact mompreneurs? Like, how does it show up in their roles, both as moms and business owners? You know, being a mompreneur adds another level of mom guilt, because if you are a mom that is staying at home with your kids. Or even if you're a working mom, it's all different guilt. Like we all have guilt. Nobody's is harder or easier. We all have it. 
But as an entrepreneur, there's this added level of guilt because you don't have to have your own business. (laughs) You you do not. You are a wild woman like we are by wanting to Mm -hmm. have our own businesses. And so there's this level of like, well, I don't have to be doing this. And it is adding extra stress or or extra pressure to our life because I'm choosing this. But I also feel for me, and part of the reason why I was able to release a, a lot of mom guilt is I always wanted to work. I worked since I was eight years old. My grandfather had a grocery store and I worked in his grocery store since I was eight. And I gave that up when I became a mom, when it was such a core piece of who I was. Mm -hmm. And so being an entrepreneur really can give you the best of both worlds if you let it. If not, the pressure of being the stay-at-home mom and making money and showing up for your clients and trying to have self-care and trying to show up for your kids, it can feel like it is too much. And you're pulled in 14 different directions. It doesn't have to be like that, but I know for a lot of my clients, it really is. And then there's almost this level of guilt of, and I'm sure a lot of moms will resonate with this, is feeling guilt because being a mom isn't enough. And I say that in air quotes, (laughs) it's it's not enough. (laughs) And, you know, most of my clients have said to me at some point this year of like, really needed to learn how to embrace the fact that they are ambitious and they do want more. And by being the best version of themselves, it allows them to be the best version of a mom. And it's okay if being a mom doesn't fulfill every piece of you. It's okay if you need to be fulfilled in other ways. Some women don't, and that's awesome for them, and they should stick with what fulfills them. But for some of us, we need both. We need showing up as a mom in the way we want to and creating and selling and showing up for clients too. That was my ramble. That was a very long answer. (laughs) No, that's good. Like I love what you said about you know, knowing it's okay to do both. And it's like, we we have to give ourselves that permission to be both a mom and an entrepreneur. It's okay. You can have both. Is it easy? No, but it can be done. Um, So yeah, absolutely love that. So how can a mompreneur work through mom guilt? I love this question because it does take work. It's not something that's just going to magically go away because I know how our brains work. And it's like, oh, when we get through this season of childhood, when my kid is five or when my kids go to school, it'll go away. Or when I make this much money a month, it'll go away. That's not true at all. It is honestly all internal work to move through that mom guilt. And I know you're like, ugh, fine, whatever. Another like internal work that I have to do. (laughs) But it's true. But it's if you are conscious and you are making decisions toward, you know, lessening your mom guilt, in some ways that you can do that is really dropping the shoulds. And I love to have my clients do this exercise where they do three columns and it's want to have to, should do list. And it's basically taking all the responsibilities that you have, everything that's floating around in your brain and brain dumping into those three categories. Have to, I mean, at the end of the day, 
we have to feed our children. We have yes. to take a shower. Like there are certain <laughs> things we just have to do. We're not getting out of them. Want to is obviously the things like building your business, taking on more clients, going to a yoga class. Like what are those things that you want to do? And then the should do list, we all have those things in our head. I should be feeding my kids homemade meals every night. I should be uh, making play dates with other families. Mm-hmm. Making that list and really recognizing that the stuff on the should list isn't even stuff that you want to do. And mm-hmm. then I love to have my clients rip it off the page, rip it up and throw it away and truly like let go of those shoulds because not only are they taking up space in your calendar, potentially, they're also just taking up space in your brain. They're like in the back file cabinet in your head saying, filed away with mom guilt because I feel like I should be doing this, but I don't want to, or I don't love it when I do do it. So that's one of the big pieces that I love to have my clients do that exercise. Mm-hmm. And then the other one is you have to surround yourself with like-minded moms, even if it's Mm. virtually women that get you. I mean, most of my like mompreneur friends are virtual and we are messaging Mm -hmm. each other or jumping on videos. And every time that I have those moments of I'm not doing enough, or I'm going to quit my business because things are too hard. (laughs) (laughs) I can easily pop in and have these conversations with another mom in business that gets me. I think that's why being in groups with like-minded women is so important because it just makes you feel less alone. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the last thing I want to say about really working through the mom guilt is you have to set boundaries with yourself yes. and you have to stick to them. If you are going to say when your kids get home from school, you're not going to work, you're going to put your phone away when they come home. Or if you're only going to work during nap time and you're going to focus on them in the morning, you stay true to that. Because like I said earlier, your kids just need you to love them. So you putting your phone away during the morning to really be present with them makes all the difference for the rest of the day. So those are really the three things that I have seen that I have done to work through mom guilt and that I have done with my clients to work them through the mom guilt because it's there. It's always going to be there and you just have to have the tools to work through it. Love that. Um, so many good tips. Um, I really love that idea of like doing the brain dump and having the three different columns. And that's something I've been learning myself. Like I do it mentally. <laughs> I don't mm-hmm. write it out, but like, especially since I've transitioned from being a mom of one to a mom of two, things look so much different. So like I had to really look at, okay, working with my clients, realistically, what can I commit to? And so I switched my business hours. I'm only available to my clients Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays because Tuesdays and Thursdays, my kids are home with me. And I focus solely on like on them um, on those days that they're home with me and everything. So I think, again, it just goes back to giving yourself that permission to make those changes, make those adjustments that you know, work best for both you and your family, but also to remembering that you are the CEO of your business. So you get to choose when you work and when you're available to your clients. You don't have to be available 24-7. You shouldn't be available 24-7. So like you're saying, setting those boundaries and everything and just being mindful of all of that. Um, so those are really, really great tips for working through that mom guilt. Love that. 
I feel like we sometimes when we start creating an online business, we forget that we have a hundred percent of the power. Exactly mm-hmm. what you're saying. I mean, I have clients that they work on Saturday mornings because their spouse will stay with the kids. And that might feel like, why would you work on a weekend if you know you have your own business? Because that's what works. That alleviates yep. that mom guilt because for you, like on Tuesday and Thursday, you are focused on your kids, which means you're free to work those other days. And it's not such a push and a pull. And yes. that is the biggest thing is making your own rules. Most people get into an online business for financial freedom and for time freedom. And so Mm -hmm. if you're not giving yourself the time freedom, then you might as well go get a nine to five job and just have a boss. Because at the end of the day, that is easier. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Oh, I agree so much. Yes. (laughs) Okay. So I know we kind of talked a little bit about tips for working through mom guilt, but what would you say are your top three tips for balancing motherhood and entrepreneurship? So I, whenever I talk about balance, I always bring up this quote from Shonda Rhimes. She's the executive producer of Grey's Anatomy and yes. all those wonderful shows. Very right? creative. Yes. Bridgerton too. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. So, cause I don't believe, and I don't like the word balance. Yes. And so this quote is so good, especially from somebody like Shonda Rhimes, who is a, an extremely successful woman. She's also a mom. So this is what she says. She says, there's no such thing as balance. That is motherhood. If you are a working mother, you are often not there as much as you'd like to be. I said this once somewhere that if I'm standing on set watching some amazing thing being shot, then I am missing my daughter's science fair. Or if I'm at my daughter's dance recital, then I miss Sandra O's oh very last day on Grey's Anatomy. That's what happens. These are the trade-offs. You have to make a decision that you might miss one thing and be good at another. I've always said, if I'm winning at one thing, I'm failing at another. Now, in my opinion, I I very much resonate with what she's saying. Mm -hmm. Failing is a little bit of an aggressive word. Yes. (laughs) In my opinion. (laughs) But what what I take from this and what I, I teach my clients is there is a seasonality. A seasonality. There is going to be time where if you're launching a new product or if you've taken on a lot of client projects, that you are going to be in work mode and you will have to make sacrifices during that time. You might have to get up earlier than you want to. You might have to, you know, throw out the goal of having homemade meals every night and order in or feed your kids chicken nuggets or feed them smoothies and cereal. That's like definitely a staple in our houses, a packed (laughs) smoothie and cereal. And then you, you have to plan your business in a way that when you get out of a busy season in your business, you're pouring back into your family and back into yourself entrepreneurship and motherhood, you know, at the end of the day, they really are parallel and Mm -hmm. things ebb and flow. There are going to be times when motherhood feels easy and then your kids are going to go through a transition. We're doing that right now. My kids just started two weeks ago. They started full-time preschool Mm -hmm. and I intentionally scaled back on what I was doing in my business in the month of December, knowing that this is a transitional time for them and they're going to be a hot mess 
Yes. <laughs> it's a big change. And I need to make sure that I'm there for them when mm-hmm. they come home from school on the weekends. That is time freedom. That's the beauty of having your own business. So I worked a little harder in November to be prepared for what December was going to bring. You just have to be proactive about doing this. Yes. And the other thing that I like to give a tip on is, and you you sounds like you do this based on the schedule with your kids being home and not being home, is theming your days. And so this works really well for for moms that their kids are home with them every single day of the week. Mm-hmm. Um, but it also works if your kids are in school full time too. And it's setting a theme so that not only can you be present when you want to be with your family, but there's also space to get everything done. Because a lot of times what people don't talk about is mompreneurs are running a business, taking care of the kids, and then also still taking care of the house. Like, let's be real. It's yes. just It's just the truth. <laughs> yes. And so we can feel like we're stuck in this chaos cycle of, I always have so many things to do. I can never get anything done. I can't focus. And by theming your days and saying, okay, Monday is a client day. Tuesday is a kid day and I'm only focused on the kids. Mm-hmm. Wednesday is going to be a half business day, a half clean the house, do the laundry, focus on errands kind of day. Mm -hmm. By breaking up your weeks this way, and it can change week to week or it can be the same, it allows you to compartmentalize the different responsibilities of your life. And Mm -hmm. that can drastically improve your productivity, which if you're a mompreneur, you want to be a super productive. (laughs) Yes, yes. (laughs) So that's really, it's really like understanding the seasonality of your business, realizing Mm -hmm. that you have to adjust your expectation and then and adding in this strategy of theming your days can really make all the difference as you navigate mom life and entrepreneur life. <laughs> yes, yes. I love all of that. Um, that was one of the things I had to learn is that this is just a season of life and you make those adjustments. It won't be this way forever. They're going to get older and not be as, you know, dependent upon me and whatnot. And so you just make do with what you got pretty much in this season. So true. Yeah. So that, and then I've really gotten into time blocking and that has helped me so much with being able to get things done. Like the days that I work, I put my phone in focus mode where like the only thing that comes through are like, if it's a phone call from the kids school, uh, but everything else, like no notifications from Facebook, Instagram, or anything like that. And I've been able to be much more productive that way and get things done. Um, and so I think it's just making those adjustments, being intentional about it, looking at what you can do away with it, looking at what are those time suckers too. And really it's like social media in general is such a time sucker. Um, yes. <laughs> so yeah, I think just making those, all of those adjustments, it's going to make it a lot easier. And like you said, like, it's not truly a balance, but it's like making it work for you, finding that happy medium in a sense. And that takes a lot of stress off of you once you do that and look at what you can change and adjust and all that good stuff. I completely agree with you. I think, especially if you're an entrepreneur 
we are hard on ourselves because mm-hmm. we're so ambitious and we we want to be amazing in kind of all the areas. Yes. And at, at least that's kind of the through line with what I see with all my clients. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, we can't be good at everything. It's just a, a human truth. We can't be good yeah. at everything. And when you start really releasing yourself from those expectations and saying, mm-hmm. you know, I'm going to pick up a meal from Costco that I can just throw in the oven or, yes. you know, I'm going to do peanut butter and jelly sandwiches for dinner, even though they had those yesterday for dinner, because then it means I can spend an extra 15 minutes reading to my kids instead of in the kitchen. Like mm-hmm. you, the biggest thing that I would love for your listeners to take away from today is you get to create your own rules, both in motherhood and in your business. And the yes. moment that you grasp on and hold that and really create both sides of the coin in a way that works for you as the CEO of motherhood and the CEO of your business, that's when you start to feel a balance for you because the balance is different for everybody. That's when you start to feel aligned with your life. And that's kind of cheesy, but it's true. <laughs> no, I agree 100%. Oh, this was such a great conversation. I can't believe we're already wrapping up. <laughs> I could talk about this for years. (laughs) No, this is like, it's so important. I see like, it's one of the biggest things I see with mompreneurs, like that mom guilt, it just keeps coming up, coming up, coming up, coming up. And I, I love just the wisdom that you've shared. And these are great tips. And it really just, it really helps shift your mindset when it comes to all of this. Um, so I appreciate you sharing all of your knowledge and everything. So before we hop off though, I would love for you to share how my audience can connect with you and learn more about working with you. The best place to find me is on Instagram and my handle is my name. So it's just at Gianna Trolongo. And I do have, um, a link in my bio. And I think we might put it in the show notes for my free webinar, build your business without the mom guilt. (laughs) All right. Yeah. I'm going to include all of that in the show notes, but thank you so much again. Um, I love chatting with you. Such good information. Thank you for having me. I really, this is such an important conversation. So I appreciate you having me. No problem. Mama, thank you so much for taking some time out of your busy day to hang with me. If this podcast just gave you the confidence boost and insight you needed to take your online business to the next level, will you do me a huge favor and share this episode with all your mompreneur friends? Sharing this episode and leaving a review will help us to reach all the mamas out there who are ready to take their current business to the next level without sacrificing motherhood or their sanity. I love, love, love reading your reviews. Also, I am all about community and building a village. I would love it if you join me over in the Mama Turn Mompreneur Facebook group. Remember, you are doing amazing, Mama. Much love, and I will chat with you again soon.